Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Conversation, Jennifer. You're ha- trying to you're turn marijuana paranoia. I'm not concerned. I love you. Listen, you have to get help. Yes, you're paranoid. Oh my god. What happened? What happened? I pulled over. I wanted to have a real conversation. Just explain how I feel. It's disturbing. It's not marijuana paranoia. Hey, what do you think? I'm gonna walk around stoned all day? Hello. I got a family to take care of. Like I'm not even drinking, and I'm not like sitting there like getting high in a corner like some crackhead. Welcome back to another episode of Everyone's Business But Mine with me, Kara Berry, our Real Housewives of New Jersey recap. So for anybody that cares, and I'm counting upwards of three of you, I am trying to figure out what to do with regard to the schedule in terms of like when I recap things and that. Because in my mind, I should, I really would like to talk about in one episode, Vanderpump Rules and Summer House, but with Jersey on Tuesdays and then Vanderpump and Summer House like Monday and Wednesday, it kind of doesn't make sense. I don't know what to do, you guys. I don't know what to do. So as of now, I'm going to leave Vanderpump for the Monday episodes and until I can figure it out. All right. So you guys let me know, like, do you care if I talk about Vanderpump and and Summer House on Fridays? Is that too long of a wait for you? Sound off. Let me let me know how you feel and we'll, we'll go on from there. But anyway, we got to talk about this episode in New Jersey. Um, how did I feel about it? What grade would I get of it? How many, how many tomatoes would I give it out of five tomatoes? I'd give it a good, oh, actually, how many mozzarella balls should I give it out of five? I'm going to give it maybe like a two- Two and then and then that hunk that Jen Fazler ate at the end, I would give it two and a hunk. Two and a hunk out of five. Because here's the thing. If you heard my uh uh the uh Summer House premiere episode that I did with Ray Sani, I was talking about how the great thing about Summer House is that or at least with this season or last episode at the very least, I feel like everybody has like an ounce of right and wrong to them. Like nobody's perfect, nobody's like completely in the wrong nobody's completely in the right and the same could be said of new jersey however we have been through the 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 whatever the fuck the carousel with um melissa and tree for 88 years now and at this point i want to hop off it seems like everybody wants to hop off and so let's just do that and so maybe i should give it like two and 2.75 2.75 mozzarella balls because okay i'm i'm hopeful i'm gritting my teeth through this season because i don't want to have another season of melissa versus tree melissa and joe versus tree joe versus tree whatever the fuck you know i don't want to do that but i'm hoping fingers crossed that i'm going to enjoy this season because ask believe receive this is going to be the last season that we have to deal with this you guys I'm, I'm really hoping and trying to manifest that so let's get into what happened this episode let's you know put your aprons on we got a lot to talk about actually here's another thing that like i am like very jersey neutral 
Okay. They're not the franchise where I have all of these passionate opinions about. Like I ride for Dolores. You guys might not like this, but I also kind of ride for Margaret. But when it comes to Melissa and Tree, I just feel like so much has happened so many years. I don't really understand how anybody could say, point to either one of them and say, this is your fault. And, you know, judgment over. Like, both of y'all are fucked up at this point. But So let's just call it. But anyway, let's get into the episode. So we start off um, where we left off last episode. You know, Dolores is hot. They're still at that calendar shoot. She's telling everybody it's bullshit that Jennifer's mad at her. It's so crazy that she keeps trying to hold her head to the fire because she has been a good friend of Jennifer. She has defended her to every single one of them and they know it at the expense of her having egg on her face. And so she's not trying to do this. Like we see these things in a flashback where Dolores is saying to every, like pretty much every woman, like, Hey, back off of Jennifer for whatever fucked up shit that she did this time, you know? And I'm with her. Dolores is a good friend and we can't take that uh, away from her. I'm not going to. Not my Dolo, okay? Meanwhile, Jennifer's typing away in the driveway, yelling at Bill, telling him to shut the fuck up. <laughs> Leave her alone. And he's trying to call her out, down, calm her down. She's like, you know, Dolores' actions were just a big fuck you to me, and I can't believe this. Okay, okay. <clears throat> Jennifer, girl, girl. Jennifer arcs like I want to be team Jennifer and at times like she's great but it's like a 2080 like 20% of the time I thoroughly enjoy her and then 80% of the time I'm just like like what are we doing here and I'll get in I'll explain why in a second before that we get into these like pretty funny interstitials with uh Danielle and her family and little Dominic who says that he can speak British and when they ask him how to do it he's like oh father and they're like oh that's good and he goes fucker (laughs) they're like okay that's enough Dominic and then uh Queen Olivia's back Queen Olivia this is probably 15% of the 20% the, the reason why I like Jennifer Olivia has no problem roasting her mama, and I just mm, love it. Love to see it. Olivia doesn't want to ride her bike, okay? She's telling her mom, I'm not trying to ride my bike. I don't want to fall. Jennifer's trying to, you know, invoke some, in, inject some bravery into this girl by being like, mommy falls all the time. Like, it's no big deal. And Olivia, seamless, effortless, quickly goes, I'm not going to risk my beautiful nose that's actually real. <laughs> That's actually natural? No, not happening, mom. I'm not even kidding. That's like some pretty good comedic timing for a, what did she say, nine years old? Good for her. She might be the next, like, I don't know, Paula Poundstone or somebody. <laughs> I don't know. Who's, who's like a good woman comedian? Me. She might be the next me. Anyway, then over at the Medieval Times Castle, we see Teresa on FaceTime with Louis' assistant talking about the wedding arrangements, how they need to get the invitations out, blah, blah, blah. Y'all, that phone cover really killed me. Her phone cover is an illustration of her and Louie. Of course it is. (laughs) Of course it is. Teresa's saying in a confessional, she wants everything to happen in this wedding. Her first one was pretty lavish. This is going to be even more so. We're talking Cirque du Soleil dancers, people walking around. I want my guests to be like, what's going on? And it's like, yeah, Teresa, I think (laughs) there's not a single event that you could hold in which... Somebody wouldn't be asking, what what is going on here? Has there ever been a time where Teresa has not been inside some sort of wedding venue, uh, banquet hall, private dining area in which shit hasn't gotten crazy? Uh, Joe hasn't uh, marked up the walls with his uh, hairspray to hide the <laughs> the balding. I mean, every the christening, every every time it's been chaos. I was going to say maybe the housewarming they had, but remember that turned into the whole uh, Melissa sending her a card that says, congratulations on your redone home. So truly not a single event. Truth, truthfully, she might be like the Sheena Shea of New Jersey. Because remember like in the early seasons, every time Sheena would have a birthday party, an engagement, a um, presentation of her new hit single, somebody would end up getting their shit rocked. (laughs) Tom's Tom's bashing Jackson in the forehead, you know, 
other times throwing drinks on somebody like every time sheena's dissolved in a puddle of tears and sneaker wedges by the end of the night poor thing Anyway, then we go over to Joe and Melissa's house. They're packing for their LA trip and it's like they're going to the VMAs, but they can't say that, right? Why why couldn't they say that? Is it too is it too like famous to talk about on a on a reality show? Maybe it is. But they keep talking about this LA trip and uh she how she and uh Teresa are going to be working there and you know, she's still hot in the pants, Melissa, because Teresa thinks that she wasn't supportive of her relationship with Louie, even though she's like, what is she talking about, Teresa? I had Louie come to my house. I invited him to my home. I gave him a beverage. What the hell is she talking about? I was super supportive of them. Uh, I was really so distracted because I don't care about this by the uh, Louis Vuitton uh, shopping bags. <laughs> that they had prominently displayed in the on the bedroom dresser i mean bougetto to quote phaedra parks bougetto and i would point everybody all of my tiktok people i don't know who this person is but he is a genius just look up like uh melissa gorga house tour this is a i think he's a designer and he points out like we all know that their new house is the fuck ugly but he really gets into the technical parts of it i love i love breaking down the the architecture of the real housewives especially in new jersey because once you really get eyes on things you're like why are there so many fucking windows and so he really gets into their new house and how hideous it is and i think i may have been a designer in a in a early past life because everything I was thinking he hit on, so, you know, maybe I have another degree. Uh, But anyway, he was talking about how really you can tell that they did not have a designer look at this house. This is truly Joe's builder brain building this house. Um, They, it's hideous. The things that they chose to do, the placements for the the air vents in that bedroom is going to keep me up at night. The windows, I love alignment. You know, the, the fact that they have like, truly 47 windows i mean i don't know but close 47 windows at the front and they're not lined up like the ones in the second floor are not lined up to the ones in the first floor i could puke right now i could puke right now but you don't want to hear this what am i talking about they're blah 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 they're scared to go to la oh my god sorry side note do you guys remember that they had like an inspector when they were gonna sell their house this was years ago they had somebody come look at the house and she went into the bathroom and she she found that the what looked like marble countertops in the bathroom were actually painted styrofoam painted styrofoam i've never oh my god okay let me move on so danielle and her kids danielle's such a breath of fresh okay a breath of fresh air i love her and honestly we could take uh these two that i've been talking about for the past 10 minutes and get them out of here make this one center tomato and and let's get it popping here. Let's build a whole cast around her. I'm loving it. Loving it. Anyway, she goes over to Jennifer's house. And she is like, just like, I can't believe it. Your house is gorgeous. This is like the the Caesar's Palace, the Paramus. I'm not, not afraid of my kids breaking anything in the house. I'm afraid of my kids breaking my balls wanting to get to live in this house at some point in the future. <laughs> I love her. I love her. She even like, she's so ready to play. She's not kissing anybody's ass. She has just met Jennifer and tries to hold her accountable. Like really tries to give her some tough love about, Hey, you were kind of combative towards Dolores. And honestly, like if I were in her position and my friend did that to me, I wouldn't really love how you approached me either. And then they start to talk about Teresa and her making up with Margaret and how that went. So they're like, oh, let's FaceTime her to see what she thinks, right? So Teresa says everything went super well. She was really raw and apologized to Margaret. So then Jennifer asked, okay, well, did Margaret apologize? And Teresa's like, well, no. But, you know, what we communicated. And I was like, wow, this is just like a breath of fresh air. <laughs> she goes, wow, this is a fresh of breath air. <laughs> A fresh of breath. God bless her. So then Jennifer asked Teresa if Margaret asked about a little name wait, lady named Laura. So Jennifer 
explains to us that Laura is Margaret's ex-best friend. They had a falling out and then Laura was trying to get in touch with, uh, with, uh, uh, Teresa and Jennifer to tell them stuff, to give them dirt about Margaret. Right. So Danielle is like hearing all this and she's like, are you serious? People reach out to you guys to spread dirt about their friend. So then Jennifer says, you know, I was really suspicious about the whole situation, but here's where she loses me. Here's where we go back to the 80%. She says in a confessional, you know, I know Laura because she's been at multiple parties with her. You know, she was really adamant when she reached out to me that she had tea that um, I needed to hear. She goes, I thought it was kind of weird, but then I thought to myself, you know, would Margaret take the opportunity to dig up information about me if she was presented it? So I decided that me and Teresa should meet up with, with Laura. Girl. Girl. So then Teresa says that Laura told them. Basically, Marge likes to be a bone collector. She likes to come in like Lars is doing and try to dig up as much information about the friends the castmates about she as she can right so danielle goes okay well did she say like did laura talk about anybody else or was it just margaret and they both are like "Mm." (laughs) like cat that ate the canary we don't want to get into this whatever like uh we're not hearing you sorry sorry jennifer claims that by mentioning this thing It'll make them just as dirty as Margaret. But then in a confessional, the producer asked Danielle, do you want to know what that thing is? And she's like, hell yeah, I do. Don't you? (laughs) Fuck yeah. (laughs) So then Jennifer says, well, I just don't think we'll need to tell anybody the information. Unless Margaret really pisses me off. Like, just don't push my buttons. Shut up. I don't like this shit. I don't like it. And I can't abide. I cannot abide by it because... Like, what were you doing? Why couldn't you be the bigger person and be like, no, I'm not going to engage with this thirsty chick. Like, why would you do that? And what I really don't like is that when these housewives become almost like Big Brother or like Survivor, where we're all just gathering things and we're just like putting things in our pocket for later and there's no real friendships because we've all got the knife behind our back, which is like fun if you just pepper it in, but it's like a bay leaf. You can only do that once or twice a season or really once or twice in your tenure as a housewife. We can't just like take everything like some fucking reindeer games and we all gotta put, get dirt on people and dig up Doss on them to maybe out them with later or not like no and I know that like maybe this seems hypocritical but I don't think it is frankly because Jennifer y'all could say oh well you know how dare Margaret for like outing this uh infidelity between Bill and and the secretary or the whatever the hell she was um but to me it's like she kept she, meaning Jennifer, kept poking the bear, meaning Margaret. So you're going to talk about how I'm a horrible person because I was in an infidelity. I'm going to talk about how your husband's also a horrible person because he was in one. You came for her. You came for her and you came for her as a person and like it wasn't your business. So we'll talk about things that are not your business. And at that point, once y'all made up and she apologized and you guys were hugging each other, that should have been it. We should have left our swords down, but you didn't want to do that. Now you're talking to her friend, Laura, on some bullshit. (laughs) And it's like, okay, is it Uchi Wally? Is it one mic? Did we make up or are we enemies? Let me know so I can dig up some shit on you. Ooh, look at me getting hot, hot, hot in my own pants about this whole situation. Anyway, uh, we get our first scene at home with Rachel Fuda and her husband, John, and his very aggressive beard, the 15-year-old stepson. It seems like Rachel doesn't want to admit how old she was, but she has to call this boy the stepson because she doesn't want people thinking that she's like some sort of teen mom or something. I don't really know. Didn't really care. I, I wish the best for Rachel. I wasn't going to be able to determine how old she was anyway. For other reasons. So let's just move on. The next scene, everybody goes over to Margaret's house to kick it. And Jen Fessler comes over. This is our like third housewife, uh, friend of whatever. So we find out that Jen and Margaret know each other through none other 
then uh, <sighs> soggy flicker. I hope I never have to say that woman's name again. What a, I truly have never gotten a housewife more wrong. I was, I don't know what was happening with me through those years where I was like, I love Kelly Dodd and I love Siggy Flicker. What a, what, what a delight. <laughs> what a delight on my screen. Ooh, how the tables have turned on that one. But anyway, I'm wondering what, what's going on with Jen and Siggy's relationship as it stands now? Because uh, Margaret des described her as their mutual ex-friend and I'm hoping this is an ex-friend for Jen Fessler as well, because Jen, I am kind of ironically standing, but I don't want to do too much if she's still friends with Siggy. And if you guys don't know why I'm, I'm very anti-Siggy at this point, don't, don't wait, don't, don't ruin your day. Just think of it. Just don't ruin it. With that being said, I would like to give myself, you know, as I'm always going to do a little bit of grace because when somebody comes on your TV and their first scene that they're willing to do is with a scarf around their head because they just gotten some sort of facelift and they're eating soup with a straw, you're thinking, okay, we got something here, you know, something about that is quite charming. So I'm going to, you know, take, take the pressure off myself on that one. Now in hindsight, the Kelly Dodd thing was, I, I really should have seen that one. We all should have. <laughs> she stepped on the scene pretty, pretty, ugh. And it was just really downhill from there. But anyway, um, Melissa comes back from her L.A. trip and she tells the girls, listen, um, it was fine for me because I don't fuck with Teresa. I felt like this was the first time in forever that we weren't faking the funk. We're trying to be, keep it cute with each other. So frankly, this I had a great time. <laughs> but I think Joe may still be feeling some type of way about it. And then Jackie, Jackie's there, by the way, she says, that between Teresa and Jennifer Aiden, she feels like Jennifer's way more harmful. Basically, everybody agrees. At that point, Margaret tells everybody, I thought I had genuinely made up with Jennifer, but then I just found out that uh, they met up with my friend Laura, digging up information about me. So then we hear Margaret's side of her dissolution of her friendship with Laura, which is, this was a childhood friend that she had who just decided to flip on her reasons unknown and how Teresa and Jennifer took her in with open arms and they were like oh yeah sure come in tell us every bad thing that you know about Margaret more on that later <clears throat> do we believe that just this person just flipped on her for no reason I mean it's never that simple you know what I mean we get a scene with Dolo going over to Paul's place and his townhouse, I think, condo is like a miniature version of Lisa and Lenny's apartment or house down in Miami. It's like the exposed wine bottles as art and decorations. Um, the he, he seems like a, quite the art collector. It's kind of it's very bachelor. Very black and gray. He probably had a cause statue that we didn't see somewhere. You know, you know, just like it's exactly what you would think. Um. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. As we all know, 
When it comes to everyone's business, I like to mention it all, but when it comes to mine, I like to keep things a little bit closer to the chest. But that method doesn't always work when it comes to your mental health, and we all need a way to purge and get it out. Therapy is a safe space to do that and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down by learning positive coping skills and all the tools you need to help you be the best version of yourself. BetterHelp is entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. So you can just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash everyone's business today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash everyone's business. So... She also, if you guys didn't notice, has that couple's phone cover (laughs) of her and Paul. And not only that, our girl is down bad. She's down bad. She's even got a picture of a selfie of Paul as her screensaver. Like, this is true. Her first, like, high school boyfriend. She's all in. She is loving it. She's bathing in the waters of that Irish spring. And she does not want to be resuscitated. She's like talking about how, you know, I was so scared to be in your house at first. I didn't want to touch anything. And Paul's like, yeah, but now you're just walking around here wearing my my boxers. And she's like, yeah, but you know, before that, like, she's just like so girly about this whole situation. And I, it's like cute to watch. Um, And then she says, well, what do you think about like us going out more? I'm kind of fine with us just chilling. Do you think we should be more like social? And he's like, yeah. I actually think we do. She's like, really? Even after the calendar thing where I was screaming and somebody and calling her cunt? (laughs) He was like, yeah, I mean, I had a good time. (laughs) So then, I mean, they talk about the situation with, um, you know, with Frank and Margaret talks, not Margaret, Dolores says in the confessional before that they got to the party, she probably would have taken it back to Patterson on Jennifer, but Paul was like, you know, just be the bigger person. So now she's really, really changing. They talk about Frank and his relationship and how like he's having a tough time transitioning because Frank's always been there. He's had that particular role and now Paul's there in a different sort of way. And now they have to kind of reconfigure their dynamic. Right. And, you know, Paul's just totally like, you know, I'm here for you. I, what the hell accent that was? Um, not Irish. Um, basically like I'm here for you and I just want to, um, you know, continue that. And she is just like, Polly, please make out with me now. So then everybody gets their invitations to the Royal Jersey wedding of uh, one Teresa Judice and Louis whatever the fuck his last name is having to watch Jennifer hobble quickly down the uh, grand staircase in that boot it gets me every time it gets me every time the invitation was over the top we're talking a full box with the flowers in the bottom we have the acrylic uh invitations with it everything's etched in and just like i i don't get that like who are these invitations for who's keeping this you know like who who's keeping these invitations it just seems so expensive so expensive like they're so over type over the top like how long am i okay you guys remember like not to invoke the name of kanye but at one point he made a good point a tweet about how he had um fallen asleep on a plane and when he woke up the flight attendant had given him a bottle of water and he was like i didn't even ask for this water but now i'm responsible for this bottle of water like what am i supposed to do with it and i would feel that way about like a super expensive over-the-top invitation like how long am i supposed to keep this am i supposed to like display it but what about what am i supposed to do with this expensive f thing like what do you who cares i wasn't invited and frankly ramona ruined it all anyway so (laughs) neither here nor there (sighs) here comes joe Eeyore Joe um, talking about how LA was so awkward and he's just so disappointed because he and Teresa are just two kids from Patterson from the ghetto he says um, from the Patterson ghetto and their dad was a cobbler and he fixed shoes and what are we doing that we can't be in a red carpet in LA and take a picture together 
You know, and then he says in a confessional, their parents are looking it down at them, wondering what a disgrace they've become. So what are you doing then, Joe? Like, what are you doing to fix the situation? Joe, like, Joe always invokes the name, God bless him, you know, R.I.P. of of Nono and and their mother. And I just feel like if you're going to talk about them, then maybe do something about it. You know what I mean? Because otherwise it just feels a little gross, you know? Joe tells Melissa that he kind of thought that Louis would come into Teresa's life and be like Zen Wen, breath of fresh air, but it's almost like he's added more fuel to the fire and that Teresa's gotten worse and gotten worked up all over again. And then he says in a confessional, listen, we already had a bad seed. Cut to Joe Judice, right? And uh, them wrestling each other back in 2013. The seed is gone. But now we got another new seed germinating. And frankly, shocked. Shocked that Joe Judice. <laughs> The Joe Gorga, rather, would know the term germinating, honestly. Then Melissa says her relationship with Tree has gone backwards. And Joe's like, I can't take it anymore. I'm done. Yeah. And so is the rest of America. And all of you people on HiU in the UK and Canada, too. So, okay. Then Danielle's getting her backyard together for the mozzarella party. And she lets us know she used to be an event planner. And she is hoping that this party will turn the mood around with these girls, but she's nervous and she's nervous because she says in a confessional, um, Jennifer's house could eat my house for breakfast. So I'm not saying my house isn't nice, but if somebody says my house is cute, like small, I'm going to have a problem. So ding dong. Here's Dolores. Oh my God. Hi, Danielle. So nice to meet you. Oh my God. I love your house. It's so cute. (laughs) And the face that Danielle made when she turned around was like, ugh. <laughs> Speaking of Ramona, Teresa shows up next and says, oh, because Danielle had like made a, she found a way, the event planner, to display the invitation um, during this party. But Teresa's like, oh, girl, Ramona ruined everything. Forget it. Thanks to Ramona Singer. I have got send up all these new invitations. <laughs> Oh my god, Ramona's Instagram story, she's like, I'm so excited. Look at these invitations, they're so beautiful. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. Oh my god, Teresa. (laughs) She goes, you guys, I think I might need to review. I haven't gotten eyes on it yet. I've just heard tell of it and I saw a clip. If you guys don't know, Ramona filmed a, a short movie, short film, I don't know how long ago it apparently uh, went under the radar for quite some time until shout out to Yolanda Fister on uh, Instagram and Twitter. He found it. (laughs) It's on, it's available on Facebook, but I think I might need to talk about this. It depends on how long it is, but I got to see it. The clip that I saw is Ramona in her own apartment filming a phone call scene with like who we're supposed to believe I guess is her daughter her daughter's coming out to her on the phone and you know Ramona is trying to act and I'll just say that she is trying she's trying actually speaking of housewives and terrible movies I don't know if you guys have caught on to this I haven't I've heard about it, but I haven't watched a movie yet. Um, So the channel Tubi, it's like that free channel. Uh, Apparently they have original uh, content, much like a Lifetime home movie. They have Tubi movies. And apparently Robin Dixon has been in one of them. So people have been posting these Tubi movie clips all over the internet because of how awful they are. Like if you think about the worst Lifetime movie, it is significantly worse than that (laughs) like we're talking production value on um you know high school film budget that this is what we're giving like we're giving high school film senior project level uh movies on this network and i have to see i have to see robin dixon attempt to act i have to Speaking of other things that I need to have eyes on, Jen Fessler. Wow. What a woman. She walks into this mozzarella party uh, like Blossom. Dressed like Blossom. She's got an orange dress, like a sundress with a white, big white flowers on it. This big white sun. <laughs> this woman, I think, 
got us something here with this lady. At least, if only for a little background candy. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. This is a woman who was not at all prepared to be on television. What didn't think about it? Did not consider it. That there were going to be cameras on her at all times. and uh, Or maybe she did. If she did, God bless. We are in for a real treat. And I don't know how she didn't get a, a full housewife. On the strength of what she did to that mozzarella alone... Dolores doesn't really want to be there because Jennifer's there. They haven't spoken. They haven't hashed it out. She is still like really annoyed. So Teresa says something about how, oh, well, Jennifer said to me and Jen Fessler that she just wanted some acknowledgement for coming to the charity event from you, Dolores. So Dolores is like, what? I'm not about to kiss her ass about this. This was my charity event. She should have been grateful that I invited her. (laughs) And Jen Fessler was like, I mean, she could not be riding the fence anymore. First, she's riding for Jennifer Aiden. She's like, yeah, she did want that acknowledgement. And then as soon as Dolores was like, fuck her, she's like, yeah, yeah, I get it. No, I do see that, Dolores. That's true. Fuck her. (laughs) So then Jen asks uh, Teresa if she thinks that Jennifer did anything wrong. Teresa's like, gosh, I'm really not trying to take sides. I'm close to both her and Dolores. I just really want everybody to talk it out. So Dolores is like, okay, nobody's asking me how I felt. Nobody's asking me how I'm feeling about this situation. And Teresa goes, well, you need to tell Jennifer. But Dolores cuts her off and is like, no, Teresa, stop this. Stop taking up for this cunt. (laughs) And and all's quiet on the Western front after that one. (sighs) She goes, here's the thing, Teresa. I don't want to hear anything that she's got to say anymore. It's off the table and I'm going to smash her fucking face. <laughs> so I don't think Paul, I don't think Polly gave her that motivational speech this time. Doesn't seem like it. We're going to Hulk smash already. Jennifer's not even here yet. <laughs> but a few minutes later, Jennifer and her boot hobble in. And it's really tense. Nobody's saying anything, but fortunately Jen Fessler, like, can somebody get me a napkin? My thighs are sweaty. No, really? Like my thighs are really sweaty. Like, really sweaty. Can somebody help me? Napkin? Please? Please? I gotta wipe them up. <laughs> and then Jen Fessler asked Teresa how L.A. was. And Melissa's not there at that point. So she's telling him, oh, God, Melissa and I had the greatest time. And I think Joe might be a little bit upset because of what I said to him in New York, a.k.a. at the reunion, a.k.a. calling him a little bitch boy. <laughs> <laughs> just like yeah jennifer i do agree my brother is a little bitch boy yeah i'm with you so then she's like you know i apologize to him about so you know i don't know I- i'm like in a really pl- happy place right now and i just think that joe should just be happy for me and i'm in therapy and blah 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 so then this starts this conversation about like italians because jen fesler's jewish and she's like do you guys really not do therapy they're like no 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 like this is not we don't talk about our feelings this is not something that we do jennifer jen fesler is like girl (laughs) we're all in therapy we're all going to therapy our therapists have therapists like we're taking prozac and doing the whole thing right so Teresa's like you know what amen to that and jen's like "Mm -hmm. yeah amen to the juice right Teresa. amen to the juice (laughs) but finally all the ladies are there and somebody asks, oh, are we waiting for Jackie? Get Jackie Goldschneider. And Danielle's like, uh, no, I didn't invite her. I just kind of felt like I was vibing with everybody else except for Jackie. And we do see a couple flashbacks where Danielle's trying to talk to her. And Jackie's just kind of like, mm, like blanking her, looking her up and down. And Danielle's like, I just felt like she was like checking me up, like scanning me, look at my bracelets, look at my jeans. And I just like, oh, I don't want to deal with that. <laughs> Jennifer calls Jackie a snob. And this somehow evolves into Jennifer confronting Rachel Fuda for snapping at her when Rachel was like pointing out the hypocrisy of being mad at Margaret for outing her husband's infidelity when Jennifer made a big fuss about Margaret's infidelity. So then at that point, Margaret and Jennifer start getting into it because Margaret's like, I thought we had this whole moment. I apologize to you. You apologize to me. We were crying. We were hugging. I don't understand why we keep coming back to this situation. Nothing gets resolved. So fortunately, Danielle breaks everything up so that they can play uh, play in the mozzarella with Giacomo. And Giacomo, if you hear me, I did not see a ring. 
But um, I would be happy to pull your mozzarella any day. Sorry. Anyway, the ladies are super into it. Like, maybe too into it. Like, like so into it that Margaret tells everybody that they're a bunch of sick fucks for being turned around by a bunch of cheese. <laughs> Jen Fessler, time of her life. Everybody gets a turn. You know, Giacomo's explaining the process of like you put it in the boiling water and then you pull it and you get these great cheese pulls, right? And then so everybody gets a turn, right? And <laughs> everybody gets a turn. It gets to Jen Fessler's turn and she's pulling it and Giacomo's helping her. And we're talking maybe like a foot long cheese pull here. And she just gets right under Giacomo and just bites it. Just takes a big bite out of this cheese. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. And he's like, oh, <laughs> I don't think anybody's done that before. The lady from this point went completely manic. She got a taste of that little mozzarella and the lady was off off her rocker for the rest of the episode <laughs> so margaret goes up to jennifer and she's like yo it really doesn't feel like you want to move forward with me if you know you're doing things like meeting up with my ex-friends to get tea on me jennifer is trying to play innocent and just be like well you know she reached out to me and i was just curious it's not like i was going to bring anything that she said to the table <sighs> okay so what did you go there for then you know Marge at this point has more patience than I would have had for Jennifer. And she's like, you have to understand that it really doesn't seem like you want to move forward. But Jen's only response is, well, I'm more honest to you than most people are. <laughs> okay. Marge starts, starts to suggest that like Jennifer might be a little bit self-reflective about the situation. But Jennifer's like, well, I don't want to be. <laughs> So Margaret's like, okay, at this point, it's getting weird. I'm starting to be a little bit concerned for you, Jennifer. Like, it's very odd. So Jennifer then turns it into some sort of cause, you know, for Jennifer rights and her right to think and do and act however the hell she wants. And I don't care how you feel. You know, Jennifer tells Margaret, how you feel about me has no bearing on myself. And so Margaret's like, okay, are we friends or not? And Jennifer goes, well... Listen, friendship's a spectrum. <laughs> okay. Like, at this point, shut the fuck up then. So Margaret's like, okay, I'm genuinely getting freaked out by you. I feel like there's some sort of marijuana paranoia happening with you. So she walks away. Uh, Margaret's like, or not Margaret, Jennifer says in a confessional, it's not marijuana paranoia, okay? I've got kids. Not like I'm just sitting in the corner, like... Like a crackhead smoking all day. Where did that come from? Is Jennifer like a, does she smoke weed? Is that what happened? Was she smoking weed? Does she have an edible before she got here? Because why are we out of the sudden accusing her of having a paranoia from weed? Where did that come from? I hope she does. I hope she smokes weed. Jennifer needs to, I would like Jennifer to have like an, a, a gummy season. Just a season where she doesn't drink and she just hits the gummies and we just see what happens. I feel like Katie did that one season. Did it work out for her? Probably not, but I would still like to see it. So now Marge just has jokes, right? She's telling Teresa, you know, you just started therapy. You need to help get Jennifer into therapy. Jennifer hears that and she really starts to get mad. She's like, you're not, who are you to tell me what I need and what I don't need? And then in a confessional, 
Jennifer goes, who needs Karens when you have a Margaret? <laughs> so Jennifer tells Margaret, I'm not the one. You're not the one who gets to choose, like, whether or not I'm okay. You don't get to choose whether or not I need help. I get to choose. And Margaret goes, okay, well, you need to choose to get some help then. <laughs> so basically everybody's been sitting with their feet in the pool, watching as the sidelines as this is going on, right? But then Margaret calls out Jennifer for also having issues with Dolores. Jennifer goes, I don't have issues with Dolores. Dolores has issues with me. So Dolores hears this and she's like, gets up real quick and she goes i have a problem with you and then jennifer is like yeah i mean like if you're gonna talk about me you need to say it to my face and so now everybody's watching this they're just getting into it melissa and jen fesler are on the sidelines and jen is still trying to uh quench her her thirst her bloodlust for this mozzarella so they're watching it and she looks at the table that they're standing in front of and she goes, God, I really want this sandwich. And Melissa's like, yeah, it's mine. You can have it. Like, no problem. She just. <laughs> the biggest hunk out of the sandwich. Once she's finished, she tells uh, Jennifer and Dolores, like, you guys aren't getting anywhere with this conversation. You're just yelling at each other. Neither of you guys are owning your parts in this. So like, why are, what are we doing here? Dolores puts her hands up to Jen Fessler and she goes, Jen Fessler, wrong place to do it. Wrong people to do it with. <laughs> and so Jen just puts the tail between her legs. I have never seen anything like this. <laughs> she manages to find a plate of just like gob a big globe full of mozzarella and she takes her she's got like a fork you know just like a plastic picnic fork and she can't get it because you know that mozzarella is like real thick you know it's like a it's like a thick cheese right she tries to take a bite of it and then she just (laughs) i am like it was a hunk of mozzarella the size of a softball she just took straight to the dome, couldn't even fit in all of her mouth, half of the cheese out of her mouth. <laughs> Have you ever seen a video of, like, somebody giving a dog, like, a, like a cheeseburger for McDonald's for the first time? And they just, like, they get so excited that, like, three quarters of the hamburger is just in their mouth. And they're just like, ow! <laughs> and it's too much. It's it's. It's a flavor overload. Jen Fessler. I play that video in a loop on my... Like, she's pissed. And she's... <laughs> it was just such a visceral reaction to being shut down. Oh, I hope they play it on every episode for the rest of The Real Housewives of New Jersey. You know, I was laughing so hard. I could barely pay attention to what happened. But I think... Jen and Jennifer Aiden and Dolores just decided to cut, like, call it. Like, they didn't make up. They were just like, you know what, let's just, let's just put it, forget it, right? At that point, Teresa takes Jennifer aside and she's just like, (sighs) like, Jennifer's pissed. She's now like, I just made a bunch of enemies, Teresa. Please don't make me sit next to any of them at your wedding. Like, put me in the bleachers. <laughs> I don't want to talk to any of them. So Teresa's like, oh, actually, now that you mentioned that, I'm going to go up to the rest of the ladies and ask them how they would feel about just having open seating arrangements at my wedding, right? And Margaret says, you know, it's probably a good idea because, you know, the last time you guys had seating arrangements, there were issues, right? At the reunion, cut to last year's reunion where Melissa's trying to tell Andy that Teresa sat her family at a table with not other members of the family, just some of Teresa's friends, right? Oh, here we go. So Teresa says that either Melissa sat at the family table or they were tried to get her to the family table or something. But Melissa's like, no, 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 no. Like, Teresa, I cannot believe you're about to say that we sat at the family table. I cannot believe that you would sit here and lie like this to my face. So Melissa says, Teresa was sitting at her own table. It was Tree, Louie, Louie's sisters, his family, Dina, Manzo. Um, they were all sitting at one table. And that the Gorgas were sitting at a table with Jen Aiden, I guess, some hairdressers, some random other people, not, not blood, right? 
So Dolores explains in a confessional that the seating at a wedding is a very big deal in Italian families. So then Teresa says, Melissa, why wouldn't I want my brother to sit next to me at my reception? My only brother. And Melissa goes, well, you were sitting next to Louis' sisters, so I don't don't know. (laughs) So Jennifer Aiden then tries to help Teresa out by saying, I remember you telling me, oh, it was a mistake. They felt bad that you guys were sitting at that table. Melissa also mentioned that Teresa had come up to her and was like, oh my gosh, like I felt really bad about it. And then so Melissa goes, listen, I don't really give a shit. So Teresa goes, well, okay, well, why would you bring it up in New York at the reunion, right? So Melissa goes, well, because at the time we were all fighting. You were calling your brother a piece of shit. You were horrible to us. Like, that's why I brought it up. If you don't want to own that, cool. So Teresa goes, okay, this is why I didn't invite you to be my bridesmaid. If we want to go there, it was about Margaret because I felt like you weren't sticking up for me. With regard to Margaret being like, hey, do we, does anybody want to talk about these allegations of Louis being abusive from his ex-wives? Are we going to be concerned about that? Anybody? Nobody? <laughs> and I have to say, Melissa was like, mm, no, we're going to be fine. Like, let it go, Margaret. Whatever. So Melissa goes to Teresa, okay, you're about to piss me off. Margaret? How many times did I tell you to just drop this thing with Louie? She's in love. She's not going to get over it. Like, how many times did I tell you that? And Margaret had to be like, yeah, she did tell me, like, just drop the whole situation, right? But Teresa's like, well, I just felt like you should have told her to just stop. So Melissa's like, okay, so now I'm the bad guy. Marge is the one who started this rumor, but I'm the bad person for not stopping it. Is that what I just heard? Stop putting this on me. I didn't fucking do it. And I'm sick of you putting shit on me. This isn't happening in my life anymore. (laughs) So Teresa goes on about, how, oh, you know, Melissa, you know how important family is to me. And Melissa goes, well, that's all you talk about is family, family, family. And Teresa goes, you know what? I'm not going to talk about family anymore. No, don't worry about it. (laughs) And then we get a to be continued. (sighs) I mean, okay. Yeah. I mean, now that I'm like, oh been through it and I'm talking about it again if we can have some productive conversations with Tree and Melissa and by that I mean like you guys are officially saying in front of everybody and God that we don't fuck with each other or we're really not going to do it like this time is really the last time that I'm here for it but other than that we're going to keep playing I don't want to do it but I think we're good I think we might be good you guys with that thank you guys so much for uh, listening thank me for speaking if we want to just acknowledge uh, real quick that one of our uh, fellow housewives has been um, relegated off to camp today. And uh, Jen Shaw, we're going to see you in, uh, well, we'll see ya. All right. Thank you guys. Have a good weekend. Bye.